G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, not sure if you have noticed, but there's a lot of marriages around us that could do with an overhaul. Uh, The stresses and the pressures of married life are too much for some, and some just won't go the distance. Well, at this time of year, people who are leading marriage ministries within local churches are anticipating another great opportunity presented by Marriage Week, which is coming up in mid-September. So Marriage Week will be between the 9th and 15th of September. Dennis Outred is a name you'll be familiar with. He and his wife Anne have been married for more than 40 years and they've founded Marriage Week to encourage and promote marriage in Australia. Dennis is back with us. Hello, Dennis. Welcome back to 2020. Hello, Neil, and it's good to be back with 2020. How many years is it now, Dennis, since you had the first Marriage Week? Oh, for me personally, Neil, probably about 50 years ago when Anne and I got married. Okay, but when yeah. it became formally Marriage Week and uh, uh, lots of churches... Week in Australia, I think, was probably, what, 10 years ago now. I think this is the 10th year. All right, well, that's quite a significant milestone. And, of course, Marriage Week itself, it's like a coalition of... Christian Church, uh, there's media, there's various marriage ministries, all sorts of organisations right across the nation that have identified this particular week to have a special focus on marriage. Yes, that's right, Neil, and uh, it's just great to be able to work with everybody who has got the same sense of importance of marriage, and we're all working for the same purpose, for the good of marriage, for the importance of marriage. Dennis, some people try to do it on their own, but you and Anne have had this focus all the way along that you want man and woman to be strengthened in their marriage according to the Scriptures, uh, a biblical foundation for marriage. Uh, That's something that for some people is sort of slipping by the wayside and they're trying to do things on their own. Yes, I... I'm probably going to upset a few church leaders here and encourage a few others, Neil, in saying that uh, there is research has been undertaken in the last few years as to where the church has been on teaching about marriage and equipping the body of the church for their ministry. And it's been found internationally that generally the, the church is lacking in these areas. We've stood back sometimes because leadership have thought their own marriages are not good enough and they need a perfect marriage to be able to teach from it but we don't we've got to join together and learn together and go back to his word so there are certainly uh the statistical very strong marriages of people who are committed into their local church but you're saying that church leaders perhaps are dropping the ball a little bit here and feeling like as though if their marriage is not perfect themselves that they don't want to talk talk and teach on marriage? Is that what you're saying? That's 
uh, a few years ago, indeed, was the case. I did find a paper, um, an Australian paper, uh, church paper, that was quoting that. Yes, Neil? I know you talk about marriage as not being a private matter and that marriage is not just between two people, a man and a woman, uh, but it's because so many other people around, uh, the extended family, There's whether it's extended up or whether it's extended down to children and grandchildren, uh, it really intensifies the importance of marriage. Yes, it, it does. And then if we look... Uh, even further up to the father uh, the part that always challenges me uh, these days is in Ephesians where uh, St Paul talks about the mystery of marriage and it's uh, showing the relationship of Christ and the church uh, do we in our marriages show that relationship and how can we learn? Uh, this is my challenge and the only, I believe the only way that we can learn is from his word. After all, he, God designed it. There's a sense, isn't there, uh, that if you are married outside the church and in some sense perhaps it's a civil celebrant, but, you know, God is not part of your marriage, that somehow or other you're only living in two dimensions of what is the reality of what is intended in marriage. And there's a certain sense in which this this transcendence, this presence of God in a marriage can make a huge, huge difference. What is it that is so special about having God at the centre of your marriage? Well, can I say firstly, Neil, that Anne and I, we... As I said, we've been married 50 years now, in fact, um, and we were married in a church. Uh, we did not have the relationship with the Lord as we have it now. And it wasn't until we started with the marriage course that we realized what was missing, and we had never invited God into our marriage. And we corrected that. And I think the words um, in Scripture that he loved us first so that we could love, I think that really sums, sums up part of, a large part of where I'm coming from. We Dennis, need his love and to experience it. That must have been a huge uh, issue when you and Anne discovered that there was this big dimension that you'd left out of your marriage. What sort of transformation happened when you did discover that God was supposed to be an integral part of it? I believe that one of the biggest transformations that occurred was that we started to pray together. We started to pray for each other together. And our prayers weren't left in the private places um, or just when we went to church, but we came together as a couple before God, pleading for each other, praying for each other, encouraging each other, and making sure that we were both focused uh, on the Lord. And as much as I love Anne, my love for the Lord is greater. Is there, a, focus. is there an issue of uh, selfishness and selflessness that comes 
when you've got God in the picture when you're married? I believe that the I factor, which is really what you're talking about, is or can be largely removed. One's got to take responsibility and be selfless and look for each other. And it's not 50-50, it's 100%. Now, a lot of churches will run special events for Marriage Week. I mentioned Marriage Week is coming up in September, the 9th to the 15th of September. And for people who are participating in uh, events that churches are running on during Marriage Week, uh, I imagine that there's uh, lots of new resources. Uh, what sort of things would people get when they visit your website? Uh, are there any new dimensions to look at this year? We have all the resources um, that people expect from the past, um, whether it's promotional material or material that could be used. It might be uh, leadings to videos that other ministries have made. It may be resources of other ministries, both Australian and international. There is a lot of good uh, number of items out for the church to use. We don't have to recreate the wheel every time. Um, but particularly, I believe I've been led towards the the concept of sexual purity in marriage and equipping the youth in this area uh, to help them fight, help us all fight off the sexuality uh, of the world that invades every part of our lives, whether it's on the media, um, advertising, in the books we read. It's, yeah, marriage and sexuality has been degraded. Dennis, a lot of people will be looking to their local church to run some sort of event for Marriage Week. Uh, is there something in particular that uh, that you've found is just the best? I mean, I know you do these great Aussie date nights and uh, all sorts of wonderful things that when people think about marriage counselling or another marriage enrichment course, uh, some, sometimes people don't expect to have fun doing it. But are there some special things that work really well in local churches that perhaps as people are looking to their local church to do something, that there could be some plans around those? Uh, what works best? Our experience has shown that... Uh an event like the date night is the way to go. It's an event where one can introduce good music, humour, alongside good teaching and feeding for marriages. Um, an event that includes food where people can relax and talk. An event where the church can invite the local community to join them so it becomes an outreach as well. Um, an event where longevity of marriage is honoured. Okay, well, look forward to Marriage Week. It's coming up in September, the 9th to the 15th of September. Dennis Outred is our guest. Uh, he founded Marriage Week, he and his wife Anne, to encourage and promote marriage in Australia. There is a website, and that's where you can glean the resources. That's where you can find out what Marriage Week is all about. It's marriageweek.org.au. Dennis, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you so much for having me again, Neil.
Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.